Welcome back, everyone, to the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. It's your girl, LA. I am your Six Figure Social Worker. Now, listen, I'm not coming on as if you haven't been wondering what in the world I have been doing. Listen, I shared with you guys on the last podcast about starting up this behavioral health agency, and I'm going to come today and share with you on persistent persistence. So pay attention, stay tuned. Hopefully you forgive me for not being consistent, right? But I want to share with you on this word, um, persistence. Stay tuned. Thank you everyone for tuning in. If this is your first time, I am your host, Lashana Alfred, better known as L.A. And listen, the Six Figure Social Worker podcast is designed to teach you as a social worker how to make a living while you're making a difference. And so if you haven't noticed, I have not been um, recording and coming on with um, episodes. And so notice today, I want to talk to you about um, persistence not consistent, right? Because I haven't been consistent in creating these um, episodes. But let me share with you what happened. So we're talking about Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. And so when I moved and began to expand my agency and went through the process of becoming certified behavioral health agency, I, I thought I was going bankrupt. Let's just be real. I thought I was going bankrupt and it was messing with my mental. It was messing with my mental because I was saying, well, how am I saying six-figure social worker if I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to be able to pay my staff, right? And so I was going through all this stuff. And so what I was allowing to happen in my mind was actually hindering me from pressing record. Okay, so today I want to really focus in on um, persistence, right? Because whatever we set our hearts or our minds to do, whatever goal we set, there's going to be some challenges. There's going to be some difficulties, right? So if you look up um, persistence, you'll see that it's a continuation in spite of difficulties, right, or challenges. You're going to push past any difficulties or challenges in order to reach your goal. And so as we're beginning to recognize our value, our worth as social workers, as you're even um, listening to this and recognizing that you are um, being overworked and underpaid, right? It's some things, some goals that you desire, but yet you're faced with a lot of challenges or difficulties. And for some of you, it may have caused you to put your dream on hold or set it aside. Or how about this? Switch and change over to something else that you desire to do. Well, as I began to um, work and operate my behavioral health organization, I didn't realize the process and, you know, the difficulty with insurances and all of that stuff. And literally, you you all, I was working literally. When I say I was working, um, probably 60 70 hours a week and literally seeing clients like I was seeing at least 10 clients um, a day I was working on Saturday and when it was time for me to get paid I wasn't able to get paid like I was so focused on making sure my staff got paid that 
I wasn't getting paid, but it caused me to question what in the world is going on? How is it that I'm not getting paid? Everybody else getting paid. Now, now listen to this, this, this um, line of thinking, right? So at the core of me, I want to help other people right at the core, not just social workers, you know, not just women, but individuals who feel stuck, but yet know they have great purpose right at the core of me. Right. And so I don't spend a lot of time with people who are just satisfied with where they are. I understand who I'm called to. I understand, you know, my people. Right. And so even when I narrow that down, usually the ones who are um, in a position to um, move forward are between the ages of 30 and 55 or 35 and 65. And so I began to learn and understand who my target audience is, right? And so here's the thing. I'm doing all this work, right? And I done created a table. Ooh, listen to this. I created a table because I wanted other people to eat. I need you to follow me. I created a table because I wanted other people to eat. I'm, you know how we say, you know, and, um, if if I win, my whole team win. Well, that's what I, that's how I was thinking, right? I went from essentially from playing golf, which was really just about my skill, to playing basketball, where I needed my team players to be in position. I need you to understand that analogy. My private practice was like playing golf. Long as I showed up, I seen the people, everything was good. Me going over to a behavioral health was like playing basketball. I enlisted some people, right? And so I could be as good as I I am, but if the team is not good, we can still lose. And so here I am in my heart thinking, I want to create this table. And I want to make sure my, my people win, right? And literally... As I sat back and I was getting frustrated about not getting paid myself, I'm watching everybody else eat. And I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. This this not making sense because I'm doing all this working only to pay. It was as if I was working for my staff. I'm doing all the work, seeing all the people and making sure other people was getting paid. And so I had to really sit back and I had to reevaluate what I was doing. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is not, this is not working. And I'm saying that because some of you may have to sit back and reevaluate what you're doing. Reevaluate who you have on your team. Reevaluate who team you're on. Maybe you're working for an agency where you don't feel like there's no no um, change in sight, right? No promotional change, no financial change. You got to sit back and reevaluate. And that's why I could not, like literally, I could not hit play to do an episode because I was sitting back trying to figure this thing out. I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I know I'm a six-figure social worker. However, I was giving the six figures away to other people who wasn't even doing the work. This the reality. People are not going to share with you this part of the process when you want to start your own business and when your heart is for people and you want to see everybody win. That's the thing. I want to see everybody win. But at the end of the day, we can't be selfish. Right. You can't be sitting at the table and eating your food and then you want a to go plate and, you know, all of that stuff. And you watching me and, you know, I haven't even had a plate. You got two to go plates. (laughs) 
I don't know, y'all. I can laugh now, but I promise you, in the process, I was wondering what in the world. I wanted, listen, it's many a times I quit in my spirit. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. But you know, I'm a, I'm spiritual. I believe in God. I have a relationship with God. And all I kept hearing was keep digging. Keep digging. What was he saying to me about keep digging? Keep seeing the people. Don't give up. Keep seeing the people. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Just keep digging and watch what happens. And when I tell y'all, at the fourth hour, at the final hour, I got this big lump sum, you know, of money. I'm talking about um, five figures, more than what people may make a year. And I was just like, oh my goodness, at to think that I was about to give up. So that's what I'm talking about, about um, persistence. I had to continue in spite of the difficulty. I had to continue in spite of the challenges because I believe this is what I was called to. I believe this is what I was supposed to do. But it was some things I had to um, make sure was set up right. And so this is what I'm saying. Before you throw in the towel, before you say social work is not for you, before you quit and give up on you, I want you to really sit back and evaluate it. Are you with the wrong team? Do you have the wrong people on your team? So look at it like this. Are you with the wrong team? Maybe that you're with an agency that's not supporting you, that's not empowering you, that's not equipping you. If you have a team, then the question is, are the people on your team in line with your vision, your mission? Are they in line with making sure everybody wins or are they just takers? Are they just takers? So pay attention to this. Y'all, when I'm talking about um, making sure that we're being um, persistent in our goals, I'm telling y'all, I don't have a plan B, right? I don't have a plan B. It's like this thing going to work or I'm just going to have to stop. And so that's what I'm saying to you. It's not about having a plan B. It's about really identifying what it is or who it is you want to be, you want to become, and then make sure you're persistent, right? In spite of challenges, in spite of setbacks, make sure you're persistent. Don't give up. The same thing we tell our clients, we have to make sure that we're saying it to ourselves. I had one of my therapists say to me after she went through, you know, um, a lot of family issues. She said to me, she said, well, I'm just hoping nothing else happened. Yep. I paused because I wanted you to think about that. She said to me, a social worker said to another social worker, I'm just hoping and praying that nothing else happens. Now, why do I pause on that? Because people, we don't teach our clients that. We're living this thing called life and things are going to happen. So as a therapist, as someone that's in position to help other people navigate through this thing called life, and we're sitting here talking about, I wish, I'm just hoping nothing else was going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are living, something <laughs> something else is going to happen I, I'm, I'm sorry to break the news listen if you are a CEO something else is going to happen if you are an employee something else is going to happen if you are single something else is going to happen if you are married something else is going to happen if you have children y'all see what I'm saying 
I need you to see what I'm saying. Because a lot of times we're operating in this false belief to think just because we have a master's degree, a bachelor's degree, a degree, just because we have a position and all of that, that we're exempt from life. And that's not the case. All the times that and many things that I've done free, helping people and just with a desire, a sincere desire to empower and equip other people, shit happens. Like, for real. No, I mean, for real. I just need shit happens. So if you're listening under the and you're under the sound of my voice right now, listening to this episode, I want you to not trick yourself into thinking that shit is not going to happen. It's going to happen. I want you to be able to sit back and say, how do I prepare my mind now for whatever may happen. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're a social worker, you're a therapist, many of us started off using cognitive behavioral therapy. Well, what is that? Cognitive behavioral therapy is helping people understand how what they believe or think is affecting their emotions and their emotions are affecting their behaviors. So if we're teaching that to our clients, then how is it that we're having a difficult time applying it to our lives? So when things happen that's absolutely outside of our control, the question is, what am I going to think about it? How am I going to respond to it? And my response to it is going to be directly related to how I feel about it. And how I feel about it is going to be directly related to what I think about it. So I had to change my thinking as I began to, you know, start this behavioral health. I had to change my thinking, which changed my feelings, which ultimately changed what I began to do. Because I was about to throw in the towel. I was about to fire everybody, get everybody off my team, let them go do their thing, and then stay and go back to playing golf. That's what Lashana was about to do. And so I'm saying to you, wherever you are, If you're still in school, if you failed the test three, four times, I'm saying pick yourself back up, dust your shoulders off. Don't go saying you're just going to work for Walmart and I'm not knocking anybody that's working for Walmart. But what I'm saying is if you went to school for four, six, eight years to get your social work degree, don't allow the exam to defeat you. Don't allow the exam to stop you from operating in the field because believe it or not, people need you. They need us as social workers. And let me say this, social work is who we are. It's literally who we are. Like you have to be a person who genuinely cares about an issue or a people in order to do this work. If you just got into social work because you didn't like math or it was easier path for you, then maybe it'll be a little different. But if you got in social work and you realize that it's who you are, you should not be broke. You should not be broke. And I really want to share with you some of the things that um, I've learned in this process. So oftentimes the question is asked, what are other social workers doing to bring in other streams of income? Listen, what we do, I'm a four-time author. All my books are self-help books, helping individuals recognize the power of their thinking. 
So I do that. Then I come on, I get paid to do podcasts because I'm making sure, and this podcast is specifically geared towards social workers. And so my goal is to help you identify some other things that you can do outside of the nine to five, outside of being in the office behind the four walls, some other things that you can do. Many of you are speakers, but you haven't been speaking for whatever reason. I want to make sure I'm sharing with you and stirring up the gift that's on the inside of you so you don't give up. So you don't give up. So pay attention. Persistence is what's going to get you there. Your ability to keep moving in spite of difficulties, in spite of seeming failure, in spite of it, whatever it is, here's the formula, whatever it is that you desire. I want you to put that in the front of you. I want you to write it down. And then I want you to bag it up and reverse engineer it and say, what do I need to do today to get me to that place? What do I need to do today to get me to that place? Because when I share with you that I got this lump sum of money, I wouldn't have got the money had I gave up months ago and not put in the work. So pay attention. I want you to write it down. What is it? What do you really want to do? Do you want to be able to make a livable wage, get paid, and then really have vacation or, you know, time where you can just go? I'm just coming back from a four-day stay in Atlanta, and I'm getting ready to go to Vegas. Right. And so that's the thing where and check this out. I'm doing it anyway. I'm doing it in spite of, you know, um, what was going on in the agency and all of that stuff. I'm doing it in spite of because guess what? Five, six months ago, I was paying people and they was taking vacation. No, I see y'all. See y'all. I'm back. y'all. I'm back. I promise y'all. I'm back. Listen, I was paying people and they was taking vacations. Like, I'm working, I'm struggling, I'm trying to make sure that I don't, you know, um, lose cars, lose houses, you know, lose businesses, and I'm paying folks who not even doing as much work as me, and they going on vacation vaca- twice a month, week vacations twice a month. See, I mean, you you won't believe it until, unless you lived it. You probably wouldn't even believe things like this go on if, unless I'm sharing it with you now. Listen, I didn't believe it and I was living it. I could not, I, man, listen, I could not believe it. I'm sitting back like, hold up, am I working for them? <laughs> I done did all this work building this business and I'm paying somebody that's going on vacation at least once a month. At least once a month. And I'm busting my butt seeing 10, 12 people a day so they can get paid. You know why? Because I'm making sure that I pay people they work until you let me know you ain't worth it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pay people they work until they let me know they ain't worth it. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all following me. Y'all follow. Pay attention. So if you want to get paid. You got to make sure your heart is for the people and you not just in this thing just to get money. So I say six figure social worker podcast and some social workers may be turned off by that. But check this out. I'm saying I'm getting paid what I'm worth. 
I'm saying as a social worker with a heart to help generations, you need to get paid what you're worth. It makes no sense for you to pour out into everybody else and then leave and wonder if you're going to have food on the table. Leave and wonder if your bill is going to be able to get paid. Leave and, and leave and wonder if your car is going to be repoed. Like what? No, that's not why we got into social work. So if someone trying to is trying to make you feel bad about wanting to get paid for the work you do, you're in the wrong environment. You're in the wrong environment. Don't let people with poverty mindset cause you to feel guilty, embarrassed, or ashamed of you wanting to get paid for the work that you do. We're changing lives, social workers. We are changing lives. And so listen, if I sound preachy, (laughs) listen, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So yes, stay tuned. It's just girl LA. Yep, yep. I am your six-figure social worker. And I promise you, I am here to teach you how to make a living while you're making a difference. Stay tuned. Hold up, before you go, I want to make sure I give you the information on my latest book, Justice Wears a Dress, The Power of a Woman's Voice. This book is designed to help you identify those blocking beliefs and those undealt with issues that hinders you from opening your mouth and allowing your voice to be heard. Whether that's your voice on the stage, your voice when it's time to ask for a raise, your voice when it's time to land the job. So yes, get a copy of this book, get it for your team, get it for the clients, the population that you may work with. And yes, I am excited. So click the link and don't forget to answer or ask questions. I'm looking for ways to be able to celebrate the listeners. Those of you who have been listening um, for a while and sticking with me throughout these ups and downs, I really appreciate it. Trust me, you're not gone unnoticed. And so, yes, get a, get a copy of the latest book, Justice Wears a Dress, The Power of a Woman's Voice. The link will be in the description. Stay tuned.